Today's episode is sponsored by NewAmsterdam.com. Imagine a world where creatives always have a key to the city. Use promo code 3PLAY and get three signature notebook ones for only $20. That's T-H-R-E-E-P-L-A-Y. This and more are available exclusively at KNEWAmsterdam.com. NewAmsterdam.com. Welcome, citizen. <laughs> so, hi, Jordan. Oh, I didn't know you hit the button. Hello. Oh, I hit it a while ago. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> hi. And you don't even have gin in your drink. Mm-mm. We Just ice. <laughs> are drinking out of amazing mugs. I know. I sent a picture on Snapchat to Sarah and Lindsay. And nice. Sarah replied. She's like, ha, 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 nice. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. We have to do one for, um, like... Not Snapchat. The other one, Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> Sin Instagram. Sin Twitter. <laughs> uh, so, welcome to Crime Crazy, oh, yeah. the weekly true crime podcast with Aaron Plyme and Jordan Middleton, where we prove that we know nothing about our legal system, but we're still crazy for a good true crime story. So I kind of like lightly under my breath said, oh, yeah, when you started talking, I know. you should leave that there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. Oh, that um, was funny. So when I almost changed one of the lines about the, like when you said the know nothing about our legal system, mm-hmm. because mine takes place in another country, and it turns out I know nothing about their legal system either. <laughs> we know nothing about anybody's Any legal, legal system. system. I'm not even entirely confident about the one in my own house. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> For example, anyone want to tweet at us and let me know what to do with a two-year-old who's constantly climbing into her big brother's bunk bed? Grace. And then so she slips. So she... <laughs> Anyone other than Jordan want to chime in? I'm a great nanny. (laughs) (laughs) I do pay this woman to watch my children. I did threaten them. I was going to throw them in the trash can. And it it was garbage day. (laughs) So you're going to go to the dump. And Tobin's probably like, okay, so either do I want to do this or do I want to get Sophie to do it? Yeah. And he said, yeah, he was trying to make sure Sophie understood. He's like, yeah, but our parents love us and they would miss us. (laughs) And she's like, oh my God, you're right. Yeah, that's so funny. That's the issue with that. Also, it's not garbage day, so they weren't ever in real danger. I mean, I don't know. I think I'd rather it be in garbage day than to sit in the trash can for another six days. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it was the day after garbage day. Yes. I just like the part where Tobin was like, Gagu's going to start slapping. Oh, <laughs> you've ever <laughs> slapped them. I know. That was like towards the beginning of the week. He yeah. just out of nowhere i was like do you know what happens when i get mad like you guys can't, you can't do this you have to nap blah, blah, blah. and he's like yeah or gagu will start slapping i'm like whoa <laughs> first off i said maybe we'd start with a light timeout, like <laughs> a stern talking to and he was just like yeah he's just slap her in the face oh my gosh <laughs> thank you okay so tobin's not allowed to watch the baby anymore (laughs) (laughs) i know and then he's so cute about it i'm like okay yeah so um yeah anything exciting going on in your world like anything crime related or not or 
Definitely not crime related, thank the Lord. I'm trying um, to think if there's anything oh, crime we have, going on. Well, you, I say we, but you are hosting something kind of <gasps> crime related. Yes. If you wanted to talk about it. I mean. So um, I I subscribe to... Um, I think we've talked about it on here already. I think I think we probably have. And for a second, I had to think about what the name was because we've been talking about our sponsor this whole time. Oh, right. Like doing our ad, which you'll get to hear again in just a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's not called New Amsterdam. That's something else. Yeah. No, Hunt a Killer. Yeah. Right. And actually they, um, well, they have a podcast too, but ours is better. <sighs> I've never listened to theirs, but ours is better. Um, but anyway, I so I really like their stuff. It's mm-hmm. very exciting to get in the mail. I've got the whole, like the episode that I was on, I've got all eight boxes. Yep. They're all like taken apart and looked through and filed. And I, I have not solved the mystery. I'm well, way, we can work on bad. that with all of us and all of the things. Yeah. Well, like- except that I bought that premium box and it might take a really long time for us oh to solve. that's true then we should just do the one box we're having a murder party mm-hmm. on saturday night and so it's gonna be like five or six of us and yeah. we are gonna put everything out on a big table and we're gonna sit around and we're gonna go through all the clues and we're gonna <gasps> solve a mystery i need to dress up like sherlock oh <gasps> Oh my God, we should totally dress up like famous detectives. Oh my gosh. Can I be the great mouse detective? Okay. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I'm texting Mike right now. Okay. So anyway, that is what we're doing Saturday night that is kind of crime related is we're going to solve a fake crime and it's going to be so great and I am so excited and we've been planning this for months. I'm very excited. I am I, more excited now because I could dress up like the great mouse detective. <laughs> <laughs> you could wear mouse ears. That was my favorite movie. Like, Are you gonna wear little. a tail? Ew. Well, presumably so he has I a tail. I actually don't like mice, but the Great Mouse Detective was great. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that was funny. Watching Erin pour the gin in her mug skillfully. Like, I did a good side. job with my left hand. Ooh, the problem is I can't see in the bottom of the mugs. So I have no idea how much gin is in there. So that was like about like a like a one count. I have not had anything to drink at all in so long, like months. Yeah, I know. Um, so Sorry, well, I mean, not just during podcasting, but like in at general. All. Yeah. yeah. So um, we'll see how the rest of this show goes. Does <laughs> <laughs> just talk fast. <laughs> Also, uh, if I was ridiculous on any recent episodes, now you know it's just me. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have a story and also a plug. Ooh. So my, um, well, here, I'll give you the background for how I got this story. Apparently, all my stories have a pre-story that we have to tell. Well, here's how I came up with this idea. No. So, um, you know, Brian and uh, Brian Williams and I do shortlisted. Yes. And our season starts again. We are recording our first episode on Monday. So we've been on a break as well. And so this time he got super organized and amazing. I mean, he's just amazing. Yeah, he really is. Um, And he sent me a schedule with every recording date, every release (sighs) date, and every topic with a link. And then which one of us was responsible for researching that week oh my god it's insane it's like this whole oh so great oh how beautiful that is like oh 
right like i love that so organized See, it's like people who buy planners to like act like they're gonna get their life together that's Brian me. is someone who got the life together he did I I was super super impressed wow. so anyway his his first list so I'm reading it and I won't give it away what it well, is yeah. because this episode will come out before that one does uh-huh. but um, I'm reading it and one of the items on the list which was not crime related this one item was a crime or it had the story of a crime in it oh. and I was like how have I never heard this crime like I recognize the name mm-hmm. of the criminal but I don't know anything about it and so I, I did some more research and I was like oh this is my story for this week so okay. my plug is for shortlisted, which yeah. is part of Tin Pod Universe. That isn't a plug. We just that's Brian. I know. So it's like a friend. So I know. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's okay. Um, but I have um, I have the story for you. I am so excited. So, um, and I can't show you my notebook because I'm doing it like a bullet journal. And so um, I've been decorating all the pages. So like last week when I told the story of the police chase, like there's a picture of the police chase. So I can't show you the pages I'm about to read from because they're illustrated. (laughs) Oh, you have to show me at the end. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, this one's not particularly great because I could not draw the thing on this page. But now I'm very excited. (laughs) The second story I love, but you'll understand why when I tell you that one. Anyway, here we go. So Michael Fagan. Have you heard that name? I don't know. Doesn't it sound familiar? Yes, it does. It does, right? Keep talking. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He was born August 8th, 1948 in London. His father um, was kind of an interesting character. He was a steel erector. um, And also, and this was in quotes, so I'm guessing like (laughs) self-proclaimed, champion safe breaker. So he's a real great dude. Also, um, According to Michael Fagan, he was violent. And that is why when Michael turned 18, he left home to get away from him. Proud of you, Michael. At 24, so in 1972, he married Christine and he had four kids with her. Okay. Oh, his birth family, it doesn't really play into any of this, but he was one of three. He had two sisters that I think were... They were either both older or both younger. Like, he wasn't the middle child. But I Mm -hmm. can't remember at the moment which one. Apparently doesn't make any difference. Anyway, um, about 10 years later, he's like 33, 34-ish. His wife leaves. He's unemployed. Um, He's having a really horrible time. Oh, and one more just random fun fact. He's absolutely obsessed with Queen Elizabeth. His mom. Well, right. But his mom... His mom is like, yeah, I can just, you know, picture him wanting to sit down and have a conversation with her and not thinking that that was a weird thing to do. Um, And so, yeah, absolute obsession. Okay. So, June-ish of 1982. The summer of 1982. The summer of 1982. (laughs) So, 1982. He's in a dark, dark place. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, In the world, because he still, of course, lives in London. Um. And has a Queen Elizabeth uh, obsession. obsession. <laughs> so Princess Diana still around. Yeah. She has just recently given birth to William. Yeah. Um, who is almost exactly a month younger than me, by the way. Hmm. Um, and he, he being Fagan, not William, 
because William is like less than a month old, um, <laughs> Fagin decides that he needs to pay a visit to his queen. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, you can't just be like, hey, can we set up a breakfast date? Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's, he's got to go about this. Let's do brunch. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Not, not a thing. He has to go about this a little differently. Now, this part of the story that I'm about to tell you is no one can corroborate it. Oh. Um, there are little bits and pieces that can be corroborated, but all of the detail we have is from Michael Fagan, like, telling what happened in an interview. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, he climbs a, well, he climbs over the fence of Buckingham Palace. And he Where climbs, are all those guards? Oh, just wait. Oh, okay. He climbs a drain pipe. Shimmy. There is, yes. Shimmy up the drain pipe. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just what I always think of. He um, enters through, there's a, like a housemaid and her window is open. And so he goes in through her window. Well, she sees him and she screams and oh she runs off to get some of those cards. Yeah. But of course, by the time they get back, he's not there and she's not on the first floor. So um, they go back and he's not there because it wasn't a first floor. So it's not like... Um, it's not like it's expected that there would be someone there. And so yeah. what they decide is that the maid was mistaken and there was never anybody oh there to begin with because how could anyone be there? She's a second story or higher window. How would he have gotten there? Right. And, and she must have, you know, Imagine seen the whole thing. something. Right. I Crazy guess, lady. Right. So he then wanders around Buckingham Palace. I'm just blending in. I guess there there are a lot of people, and uh, so he can do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I always imagine it like a lot of empty halls, and like, yeah, I don't know. Like, just, Well, and how was he, how was he dressed? I don't know. Yeah. That was what I was going to say. Was he dressed in such a way that he blended in with like, I would imagine there's a uniform for everybody who works there, yeah. and anybody who doesn't Ooh, work there would he be. he just grabbed one on his way around, and he just kind of put a jacket on. Well, I don't think he did, and here's why. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> so he's wandering around. He manages to find some cheese and crackers, so he's just snacking as he goes. Oh, my God. He manages to find wine, which he drinks. Oh, my God. He, in one version of the story that I was reading, he said it was just real cheap American wine, like California wine. It wasn't anything great, but he really enjoyed it with his cheese and crackers. Yeah. Um, he got into like a throne room, and he said he sat on all the all the thrones he felt like goldilocks like moving from one to the other he sat on one he was like this isn't very comfortable but there was another one right next to me so (laughs) i moved on over he did uh actually trip some alarms as he was going through the palace even though this was you know the 80s like you can't just walk into all these rooms and um but police assumed that they had to be false alarms or like tripped by staff or something like that so they just silenced them (laughs) right I wish um, I was him. They're having like a whole day around the palace and everyone's right. just like, no, you're crazy. Oh, that's a fake alarm. Right. <laughs> like, okay. There was no good communication There's, What is the protocol? <laughs> it's like, apparently none. None. Not um, even an eyewitness. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no. That's just the ghost. He gets into like the... The part I don't I don't know what the map or the layout of Buckingham Palace is. I've not, never been there. Not really. My, I've seen it from the outside, but I yeah. 
So I don't really know, but he gets to this one part and there are all of these doors. He said they were all labeled with people's names. And so like, this is Charles and this is Diana and this is Mm -hmm. William. And he went into Diana's room, um, the one that was marked Diana, Mm -hmm. and he found a bunch of presents that she had bought for William, even though he was just born. So like, I don't know if she was like storing them up for later birthdays or whatever else Mm -hmm. or maybe he said they were presents that she'd bought from him but maybe they were like gifts that hadn't been open I don't know he said he really really had to pee but with all of these labeled doors he could not find one labeled water closet he did however go into a room which is apparently just full of bins labeled corgi food so he Uh, peed in the corgi food ew I know right oh poor Um, corgis eventually oh that's why you said oh that's funny yeah (laughs) yeah yesterday i was telling you there were corgis in my story um he eventually got tired and he left okay he just got to leave he just left he just came in had cheese and crackers and wine tripped a bunch of alarms freaked out a maid peed in the corgi food um sat in a bunch of thrones sat in a bunch of thrones and then went home no big deal (sighs) okay so, July 9th, so a little less than a month later-ish, um, 1982 still, mm-hmm. at 7 a.m., he decides that he his goals and his needs were not met the last time he was at the palace. He didn't get to see his hero. Oh. All he got to do was pee in the corgi food. Yeah. And like have some cheap wine. What is there in life? Right. So he scales the fence, which all of the descriptions of this fence that I'm reading, it's pretty like intimidating. Oh, there we go. Mm -hmm. Fence. Um, And he apparently had no issues. Just scaled the fence. Got uh, climbed a drain pipe again onto the roof. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, left his shoes on the roof for some reason and wandered got in there was some door up on the roof that was open and he managed to get back in he found the apartments where all the royalties lit all the royalties mm-hmm, all the royalty lived and wandered into queen elizabeth's bedroom <gasps> so the queen what is asleep schmuck. it's like between seven and eight in the morning and so she's asleep and oh, she always struck me as an early riser <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe July 9th was a Saturday. I'm not really sure. But apparently she was asleep. The guard that was outside of her room that should have prevented him because he didn't come in. was also asleep. I was also asleep. Sort of. So because he didn't come in through her window, right, he had to come in from the hallway. So there would have been an armed guard standing outside of her room, except his shift was over and the next guy hadn't arrived, but he left anyway. And so there was no one there. How does this guy have the best the luck best with the luck. worst ideas? Also, as he was getting to the queen's room, um, he managed to trip more alarms. And again, the police were like, well, uh, that has to be a false alarm. And they just shut them off. I cannot. I. So he pulls back the curtain around her bed, around Queen Elizabeth's bed. Oh, she probably has like a fancy canopy bed. She almost definitely does. Yeah, apparently so. And she woke up. I would have too. Immediately. <laughs> Originally. Any ounce of light that comes in. Right. I would have been like. 
Originally, he told people that he'd like sat on her bed and watched her sleep. And then eventually she woke up and saw him there. But then later he admitted that actually like he pulled, pulled open the curtain and she woke up like that was she was wide awake. Well, good, because that makes you sound less creepy and like a killer sort of um i'm trying here (laughs) she screamed and she ran past him to go get help um and and then this is where it was very confusing because it definitely said in a couple of places that um that she left immediately like she got up and left the bed right and he even said like she stood up and this is what she was wearing and she said what are you doing here and her voice was like a thousand breaking goblets or something i don't know um but apparently somewhere in that immediately waking up jumping out of bed and running for help she did try to call the switchboard twice to get somebody sent to her room to help her yeah and no one ever showed so oh my god so she runs away. I'd have been like, I'm the fucking queen and no one's helping me. <laughs> I'd have fired everybody that day. Everybody. Oh, yes. Uh. So uh, Paul Wybrew is a footman who was in charge of walking the corgis hmm. who had been feeling under the... No, I don't know if they'd been feeling no. under the weather, but I feel like they should have been. Yes. Um, and he happened to come by around that time before the police got there, after the queen left, but before the police came. And... Uh, those stories differ a little bit too but according to Fagan who thought it was hilarious that his last name was Wybrew um Wybrew looked at him and said you look like a man who could use a drink and then gave him a glass of whiskey from like the private reserves of the of the royal family (laughs) so he had whiskey while he waited for the police to arrive (laughs) Why is this like a dream sequence? Right? It's like very funny. It's, it's not real. It's this not. Is- so the police come I'm- and they arrest him. And they probably just walked him out and drank with him. It was like, right. that was fun with him. It was great. Well, no, here, his luck doesn't even run out as he's being arrested. Oh because it turns out in 1982 until all the way up to 2005 this wasn't changed there were no like there it was not a criminal act to break into buckingham palace and sit on the queen's bed breaking and entering no apparently that was a civil crime so they do charge him with a civil crime but it's just like not that big a deal the only criminal crime that they charged him and this is where like I don't know very much about their legal system but the only thing that they charged him with other than that was the theft of the wine which I feel like they only could have known about if he told them because this happened weeks earlier yeah so that was weird um but unless the maid was like that's the guy who came in three weeks ago oh yeah maybe and then they're like oh maybe that's why the wine was weird and the corgi's food was soft Right, and there were crumbs in the throne room. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they do end up dropping the the wine charges <laughs> when the judge is like, you know what? I think that dude might need a psych eval. Yeah. Um, they for six months they put him in a psych unit. Oh. Um, and well. and he hangs out there. At one point, apparently, one of the guards went up to the roof to figure out like how he got in or whatever, and found his shoes and brought him his shoes. <laughs> you got to return the shoes to the thief who broke in and <sighs> eaten your corgi's food. Oh Scared the god. Queen. Um, and 
um, oh, I'm trying to think. I didn't write down any other sort of details, but they also said that um, that the so one of the issues that they had was that there wasn't a lot of good, obviously, a good communication going on within the palace. Oh, like, yeah. They were like, snooze, snooze. Yes. <laughs> they're shutting off the alarms. They don't, you know, trust the maid. That There are too many ways that you can get in. It's not a criminal offense, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, the head of security or chief of police or whoever is in charge of security for the palace actually offered his resignation to the queen. Oh, but wow. she refused to accept it. Like, I guess in the end. Yeah. He wasn't actually, I mean, he was a threat because he was mentally ill and he broke into her home twice and had no respect for her property or privacy, but he Mm -hmm. really was having a crap time and he wanted to sit down and tell her about it and get her advice because he, you know, and so he was just a crazy guy. Mm -hmm. Um, So ultimately... um, in 2005, they finally made it a criminal offense to break into the palace to visit the queen. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah. However, Michael Fagan's life did not continue on this, like, bizarre, harmless, lucky, lucky path. So mm. here are some things that happened with him. Um, in 1983, the most hilarious thing happened, which is that he recorded, he teamed up with the Bollocks Brothers. Okay. Or Bollock Brothers, just one. Um, just one brother. <laughs> recorded a cover of God Save the Queen. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. And he actually has several like claims to fame like that. Little weird things, stories that have been done about him, that kind of thing. Why does his name sound so familiar, though? I don't, I don't know, I guess, just because just... it's got to be coming up in pop culture and different things like we must have just heard it um but 1984 he attacks a policeman um and he gets a three-month suspended sentence so he had really only been out for maybe a year by then because he had his six months in the psych ward and then that um 1987 so three years later he's running through a park with no pants on so he's cited for indecent exposure oh my god um and then 10 years later 1997 he and his wife which i think i didn't see where he remarried so i think that maybe he got back together with his wife because he also has a 20 year old son by that point because the three of them were all arrested and he at least was given four years in prison for conspiracy to supply heroin oh gosh so his life went way downhill after yep so but i mean i think at least in the beginning he was like I don't know. His story is almost sweet. Like it's, it would be terrifying. And if somebody broke into my house and everybody, he was sort of a person that needed help, not a person who was threatening. And he just was loony. And (laughs) just like, you know, who helped me? The queen. The queen. She's always good. She helps everybody. Well, and today we would look at that and go, oh, that's whatever super stalkery behavior he has this Mm -hmm. obsession in this imagined relationship okay if I was in criminal minds this is what we would say yes (laughs) it's super dangerous and but ultimately he was caught before he did any real harm yeah and I think they probably could afford to lose a few pounds of corgi food some cheap white wine possibly a glass of whiskey and some cheese and crackers (laughs) right oh my gosh so that's still so crazy. 
I'm it's like, an insane story. I loved away. it. Right? And it was a totally harmless. If like, you could break into no any blood. famous person's house and not get in trouble, who would you break into? Am I going to assume that once I break in, they're going to be happy to see me? Because well, the I'm, queen was not happy. <laughs> right. I don't, but, I don't want to upset anybody. Okay. Maybe we'll say that they're just kind of like, why are you here? Like not mad, but not happy. I, that's a really hard question. I'm, I know I'm overthinking it, but I feel yeah. like it's a hard question because if I choose somebody whose house I would like to go into, then I'm not starting a good relationship with that person. So why don't we say that you just wanted to see their house and not necessarily them? I wouldn't get caught. Yeah. You just wanted to look around their house. There was that, well, this is so expected, right? But, um, oh, well, wait, can I break into the Winchester house? because otherwise yeah, i was you gonna say might not get out i was i was gonna say our boy oh well yeah i know he has such a cool house he has a very cool house i watched that i watched that episode i, know. <laughs> I could watch that episode. except so for much. the teeth behind the fireplace what the hell are you thinking that is so funny. dr spencer reed i do not approve <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy it's so him though it is really him it is so him that was it funny. isn't it isn't Spencer Reed though and that's who I wish he was even though he's a lot of Spencer Reed he's yeah. also not yeah um no I might break into the Winchester house so that would be yeah, very cool that would be cool um I'd be scared I'd get lost and not get out yeah that is 100% possible but can you can't you go on tours there uh-huh oh, I want to do that that's on my bucket list put it on there it's well, when you come out to California with me on one of my work trips, we will be within an hour of the Winchester House and Azkaban Prison, also Azkaban. known as Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> but in my head, like, it is Azkaban. <gasps> it's it's like on a little island. It's totally Azkaban, except that, not British. Yeah, I'll say, well, you know, it's like no Dementors <laughs> that you know of. True. That would be so cool. I definitely want to do that. We could do those things. Definitely. That'd be fun. Yeah. So here's my picture of... I would have not guessed it off of that. That looks like no, the White uh, House. It does look like the White House, but it kind of looks like mm. the White House. Like I was looking at pictures and it's it's mm. not the White House, but it's... Kind of the White it House. It actually looks a little bit to me like Versailles or something. I don't know. Oh. Well, yeah. But either way, that's my Well, they're super all copying each other. So it's <laughs> <laughs> Super crappy drawing. Imagine a world where creatives always have a key to the city. Use promo code 3PLAY and get three signature notebook ones for only $20. That's T-H-R-E-E-P-L-A-Y. This and more are available exclusively at knewamsterdam.com. Newamsterdam.com. Welcome, citizen. Now that you're about to tell your story, I get to start in on my chin. Yeah. Uh, can't feel my toes. Should we pause and let you like jump up and down? Ow. No. Do you remember my Marco Polo about my big toe? <laughs> yes. Jordan sends me. I'm having the hardest time right now, actually, because now that you've started working with my kids again, I always try to call you Gagu to them. I know. Even though they both call you Gagu and Jordan sort of interchangeably. But on the yeah. podcast, I'm like, every time I start to say Gagu, I'm like, no, that's weird, right? Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's not what she... <laughs> that's not how these people know her. No, that's right. I'm just... I don't know. 
Ow. Also, I'm trying to move my foot. So Jordan. Yes, Gagu, that's me. Sends me a Marco Polo. And she, in the middle of it, she's like, oh, my big toe hurts from trying to take off my shoe. <laughs> like the bone hurts. I still can't figure. Were you taking off your shoe while With, you were sending me the video? Yes. And so you were hurting yourself actively. Yes. Not like you had tried to no, do it earlier it was in happening some right extreme there in the moment. situation. Because you used the tip of your toe on the heel to take off one shoe, right? Yeah. But then the other toe is exposed and does not have the shoe power to take off the last shoe. So I well, try to use plan better. I try to use my big toe as like a strengthening contest or something. So I tried doing it and then all of a sudden like the knuckle of my toe started to hurt. So that that was all happening in real time. That's why I was like, okay, I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> so I had to use like my <laughs> why the side you of just my foot. Stop and use your hand. Because my back hurts. So I'm not trying to like do that oh so there was a reason oh yeah that no, you were there willing is. to hurt your your feet. my big toe my one okay. toe i was so confused we could get you one of those things that like old people have to help take their shoes don't on even off. tempt me because i almost got the sock putter on her yeah and mike was like i mean that'd be kind of cool it's <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> right he's but like then, i'm fine dating a much younger woman who acts like a much older <laughs> woman he would he's so much younger than me i swear but like my toe like have to be in the right spot Wait, with the sock like at heart like he's just oh so much i was gonna say me. he's my age <laughs> no he's yeah, not he's, younger than he you. is so much younger than me though like really i'm the old lady He's going to be the young one forever. Forever. Here I go, down the hill. But, you know, I think that's just the way it is because, A, you were born and grown up, so you're actually, True. like, going on 30 like years boss, into your grown up. Okay. So, tell me your disjointed and crazy story. It is crazy. And it's, like, very current. So, I feel like most people, I didn't, I've heard of it, but I didn't know details so I feel okay. like maybe other people will feel the same way. I so, hope I've heard of it. I'm sure you have. I don't know. It was like I last know, month. Like nothing about, what do you mean it was last month? I thought you said it was 2014. Well, yeah, but it was like over time and then it's like up until last month. So it was like back in the press. Okay, I'm ready. So, okay. This is about Marilyn Hartman and she's 66 years old. Uh-huh. You know. I love old criminals. <laughs> and guys. The closer I get to old, the less old that sounds. We'll see. And I, this is why I said, guys, even if you're close to 66, you have to understand. You're never old. Right. You could Because this girl, her age is 66. But I tell you what, she's like a fucking ninja. <laughs> I'm so so like, it's okay. And. Age is just a number, so let's not be self-conscious and, like, every butterfly has a wing and whatever. Take life by the horn. How many times have you watched Boss Baby? What? That's what he does when they're on the bike. He just starts spouting, like... (laughs) motivational oh, phrases does. and oh, the no. kid is like what are you talking about <laughs> that is me i am boss baby which baldwick brother is him because then that's gonna change some things not the good one no i don't know so, oh, well i like alec i think that's who it is I oh good I, just- <laughs> <laughs> I think it is that's who it sounds like okay good i'll be him Okay. All right. Anywho. So she's 66. Mm -hmm. 
and she is known as the serial stowaway. Have what? you like get it? Yeah. Why? why? Um, <laughs> and I literally said this, so I'm glad I had all the motivational speaking already for people who might be self-conscious about their age. Because my next line I wrote was, "Who said you can't teach an old dog new tricks?" <laughs> <laughs> so practically her whole life was based around like she had a really shitty life she they said she struggled with homelessness i hate when they make it sound like that but like well but i think that is that's not like yeah i mean it is sometimes a choice that people make but i think often it's i think that hers was just that she just had a bad deck of cards handed to her so so it was kind of like that so in and out but she also had um some mental problem mm. so she was in and out of like mental facilities as well um so now here's the story that's gonna be all curbobulated so i hope everyone's ready i'm excited about the word curbobulated yeah that was a good one um it's not a word i'm familiar with write it down curbobulated how do you spell that with a key well, a, a key or a k um a key <laughs> a key or a say a key uh, okay, so Marilyn has a pretty long history of this type of behavior because it started around, like, well, the earliest I could find was 2014. So that's pretty long considering stowaway is not, like, petty theft and little things. You're literally sneaking onto airplanes. Oh, airplanes. Yes. Wow, how do you sneak onto an so airplane? That's why I'm saying, like, this is crazy how Wait, much she does this. Have you seen Boss Baby at all? Uh, one time when I was making them lunch. they sneak onto an airplane. Oh my God. They dress up in a single Elvis suit. Oh yes. And they get on the airplane and then, because apparently there's no security whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And then once they're on the airplane, they sit in the first class lounge. <laughs> and when they come and ask like, what are you doing here? Nobody can afford to be up here. They're like, oh, we're the pilot's kids. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'll get you anything you want. They end up with a pinata. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I missed all that. I, I remember the Elvises. And I think I got to the point where they had a bunch of food. Yeah. But then that was it. Oh, that's funny. So, unlike Boss Baby, she didn't have that good of luck. <laughs> but she, I literally put, her crazy ass was actually managed to get on different flights. <laughs> so, she got on without um, current boarding passes. Sometimes she would use, like, discarded ones and kind of get through checkpoints and stuff. And this is all way after 9-11. Right, so, they, it's all digital. I don't even see. I don't know how she does it. They're still trying to, like learn how she did it because she didn't do it just one or two times she's done it several times i mean unless you steal unless you get through security which i don't know how you get through security without i know one thing they said is that she would try to blend in with really big groups traveling together so instead of going through the security line they would have like a the pre-tsa checkpoints and because like mike and i have done that through airports we got randomly selected and we got to go right through the pre-check and we got to go right through but didn't you still have to show your ticket to show that you were pre-checked well that's why i think if she finds a discarded ticket and just that was pre-checked but don't you have to show your id that is the place where you have to have your id out well she's gotten oh we'll get there she's gotten on crazy places with less than an id so even if she used it sometimes, she never bought a ticket. I don't understand it so, at all. Like, we'll get there. Okay. So, 
She's crazy like that. So these are some of her attempts from crazy 2014. Like a fox. <laughs> so, so sometimes she was caught because you know, not not everyone could just hide on a you plane. You can't even get a bottle of water. Through. I know <laughs> they threw away my hair stuff. I know they did that to my mom. It was like perfume or body spray or something like that. And she was like, "Oh, I didn't even think of that." I was like, "Mom, what?" I was like, "Yeah, you can't do that." And the lady was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like you know, yeah. and my mom's like, "Well, can I spray myself?" Like, <laughs> like one more time, real quick. Um. So yeah, I don't know how she does it, but. So 2014, I'm going to kind of start this, finding a timeline for this lady was extremely difficult. So she was caught in San Francisco um, trying to go, and all of these are just like the airport in San Francisco. Yeah, she was trying uh, to, uh-huh. oh, yeah, you go there a lot. I Yes, I've been in that airport. I have been pulled over for like having my bags searched a bunch of times there, yeah. well, considering I've only been out there like three times. Um, one time my suitcase was flagged as containing organic material, which was a notebook full of paper, which is technically organic material. Oh, that's weird. Um, and my boss was recently flagged, I think, either there or Minneapolis, one of them, for having a deck of playing cards. Yeah. Weird. I know. What? I- yeah. Well, she got caught at San Francisco. Okay. So she was trying to get on a flight. Yeah. She was trying to get on a flight to Hawaii. And when they caught her, they were like, what are you doing? And she told them, which I don't think this was true. She told them, well, I have cancer and I'm just trying to get somewhere warm. Okay. And so then she didn't get in trouble, but she still couldn't go? Almost every single time she got a slap on the wrist. Almost every single time. So we'll get there too because that was of this is why it was so hard to get information on this. There was no like because there wasn't a criminal. When record. she did this, she got this, and this is what happened. When okay. she like it, ugh, it was so hard. So then, moving forward, she um, ended up going to San Jose, California. It got on a plane mm-hmm. and went to L.A. So that's one that she did get there, but she, it took her like three or four attempts to actually like get on a plane and fly. So she tried a bunch of times. They were like, no, you need to leave. Like, you know, she is super ballsy and super patient. She, uh, you have no idea. Wait until her like grand finale. Um, oh my God. Then, uh, around 2015, she flew from Minnesota to Florida. I don't know how she got to Minnesota. Because I can't find where she went from L.A. to Minnesota. Where did she live? Did she live in California? So, no. Her primary residence was, like, in, um, I want to say, has to be right outside of Chicago. Because most of her stuff happens in Chicago. Okay. Um, oh, I remember well, I mean, the name, the but I don't. Hub, yeah. So, it's possible that she could get there from somewhere else. I just know a lot of it was in Illinois in general. Okay. So I know she lives somewhere close, and I forget the name. And I should have wrote it down. It's like gray something. Gray something. Gray. Are you sure? Because I'm currently crocheting with gray yarn. Oh, that's just a coincidence. Okay. Um. <laughs> so she got to L. Or no, she got to Florida from Minnesota. Then she was jailed. She was finally put in jail um in chicago after too many attempts um at both like major airports in chicago so i don't know right. what the other one is I other know, than o'hare oh yeah i well, don't know i want to say it's an m 
I but don't know. Who am I to know? I don't I can, live there. I can look it up. Mm, you should, because now I'm thinking it's an M. All right. Pause for dramatic effect so I could take a sip of my drink. <laughs> Chicago Airport. It's just oh, Midway? Oh, look at me. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm good. So, but, yeah, that was just like a little sideline mentioned there. So between the two of those airports, she had numerous attempts and police kept getting called and it was like a whole big deal. Right. So, so she was definitely her. flagged then. So then. Yeah. How long before you end up on a no fly list? Like. Right. So. So I'm going to tell you all of her flying attempts and stuff and then I'll tell you about some charges and stuff like that later. OK. Um. So then fast forward to this year, mm-hmm. January. This year, 2017 or 18? This year, 18. Okay. I know what year it is. Well, okay. <laughs> I thought it was 2015 yesterday, apparently. Oh, yeah, you did. That was funny. I, when, yeah. I think it was just because it was 14, 15. Well, and I think that in my mind, I was like, I get paid on the 15th, not the 14th, but I'm writing the check on the 14th. Yeah. And then... I just decided it was 2015. Yep. Living in the past. Way in the past. Um, so, yes, this year, 2018. <laughs> yes. Um, on January 14th, which is kind of funny because it was almost exactly <laughs> a month ago. Uh-huh. Um, Marilyn decided to try her luck again at O'Hare. Not very smart. <sighs> oh, it was smart. So it took her three days, but she successfully boarded a plane and went to London. She flew internationally without a ticket. So I didn't even write all this down because I knew I'd remember it. But like I, the short of it. She flew internationally I without told you, a ticket. Did she, she have a passport? So she got there with literally nothing. So the only way she got caught is because the flight attendants did a head count right before they started preparing for landing. And they were like, we have one more. Oh, my God. We should. So she went in and she snuck in through the airport through um, what what is it called when you're not leaving the state like a flight uh, domestic domestic yeah um through that terminal okay and that's where she snuck in and whatever and then because that's probably far easier than oh yeah to sneak in through international then she hid out and um like overnight and then hopped on a like a shuttle bus that goes to the international uh, terminal. Stayed there overnight. Why would there be a shuttle bus from domestic to international if you didn't go through international? I was thinking it wasn't necessarily through, like between terminals, but there were... It just got her there. I think it was just like she got on a shuttle bus because there are some airports that Mike and I have been through that it's like there's like a a rental car garage so everyone has to take this one bus if you need that so i think she took that bus waited for the buses to all start again the next morning got on it and went back to terminal d because whatever or something like i feel like it 
She went she to had somewhere it. that they would have in common. Yes. So then she snuck in there and then she waited overnight and then she got on a plane, which I still haven't figured out how. So when you're saying it took her three days, you don't mean like she tried for three days. You mean no, like she, she it was planned. planned out yeah. for it to take. Wow. So then she somehow got on the plane, which I still haven't figured that out. And they only realized when they were doing the head count. At landing. Yes. Where was she during takeoff that they didn't notice? Was I have the no idea. Was the flight not booked? Was I, I think it was because there were empty seats in general that it was just, I don't know. That is so great. All these flights that I've been on recently, I feel like they go through and they count and they write down which seats should be empty and which seats are empty. And yeah. See, the one time that we had a problem with that, because I didn't, Mike and I weren't sitting next to each other and I started having a panic attack and the guy was being such a dickhead and wouldn't switch seats with Mike so he could sit with me. And Mike's like, what does it matter? It is the same exact seat. Like right. it is a row back. Like that is it. Right. And the guy was just being such a dick and I just started hyperventilating and crying and I said, well, I hope you're happy to deal with this the whole flight. And I'm like <laughs> crying and trying to yell at him at the same time. And Mike's like, stop crying. Like you're going to hyperventilate. And I was like, I'm going to throw up. And he was <laughs> like, all right, whatever. <laughs> we'll switch seats. <laughs> And I was like, you're being dramatic. He's like, well, I have to work the whole time. And I was like, well, I'm going to get up and throw up the whole time. So. So it'd be better for yeah. you. Oh, I was so mad. But that that flight attendant was just like, well, we don't have any empty seats. And then there were like 100 empty seats. Oh I was like, get out of here. But he was just a dickhead. And he was mad because we happened to be in first class that trip. And I was just like, don't. I have to work. And Mike's like, okay, go work over there. <laughs> right. We were all pissed off. But, and then I ate my little cheeseburger. Like, what up? I was happy. <laughs> Anywho, back to the story. I need my service boyfriend. <laughs> my service peacock. Yes, thank you. Um. So then, obviously, on landing, she was arrested. Because they're like, you didn't buy this ticket. You're you can't not. even get through customs because you don't have a So passport. that's where it was like. Excuse me. You made it 57 minutes in. I know. I yawned two times. You didn't see me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So they said something about um, not having paperwork for customs anyways. And then I think that's what, you know, they realized that she was there and she shouldn't have been. But then I think that's what actually led them to the arrest. Right. Because apparently England's really lenient on who they arrest based on your story. Yeah. So... I think it just, you know, there it has to be a criminal thing. Apparently, yeah. airports you can't break into, <laughs> whereas the palace is free game. Yeah. So they landed on a Monday, and she was there, and then they flew her back to Chicago on a Thursday. Which is amusing, since apparently she really loves planes. I and know. <laughs> and they were like, well, damn it, now we have to fly her back. Right. <laughs> For free. <laughs> For free. So um, then she was charged, obviously, like, Everyone in Chicago is so done with her. She's been to like so many different judges, which I'll explain that in a second. Um, So then she was charged with um, criminal trespass, um, which was a misdemeanor. And then theft, which was was a felony. Oh, yeah. Um, Because the ticket was twenty four hundred dollars. Right. I would have been like, my ass would have charged you both ways. Like, yeah, you know, everyone gets a round trip ticket. Like, (laughs) right. Do not. So 
now this is a little bit about um all the judges and everything she's dealt with in the past what three years um so so this just keep in mind that she flew to um london on january 14th okay okay because i get that confused because then whatever she flew back and then january 20th she had a bond hearing with a judge that required her um to get a psyche valve because of you know every problem she's had with this and to wear um because she was willing to spend three days in an airport to get arrested in another country (laughs) um which one person said it was like it wasn't even like catch me if you can it was just like just come and catch me like it was very sometimes just like she wanted to get caught right so i was like oh she's just bored and lonely yeah that's why i was like she had nothing else to do right um but so this judge um makes her bond at like or yeah, it's called bond, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. At like um $25,000, like it was crazy. And um wanted to make it um I don't know, not not home arrest, but when they put the ankle monitor on. Yeah, house arrest. But yeah, but she was like allowed to go places. They just wanted to like track her. Gotcha. So I think she had like a radius. I would say usually you do. Usually you have um some kind of radius or certain locations that you yeah, can go to she during have a certain home. Time. So it was kind of like, oh. so I think her, where she was supposed to stay was um at this like mental health facility that when she was arrested, that's where she was housed until the hearing. Right. So she was supposed to stay there anyways. Um, but when she got back to it says when she got back home, but she didn't have a home. So I was like, what? This is very confusing. Mm-hmm. That's why I was getting frustrated with this story. But whenever she got back to what technically would be her place of residence, it's in a different county. So what the judge said doesn't matter. So she had to go back to court to oh. change the ankle monitor thing because that's not going to work now. The next judge lowered the bond from 25000 to 10000 And... <laughs> Um, the judge warned her like three different times to stay away from both airports yeah. and was like, you know, I don't know why you haven't been sent to jail yet, but there are still people who want to help you. So you should let them because she kept trying to escape the mental facility. But it was kind of like they described it as like apartments thing. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really it wasn't like a hospital. It was like assisted living. Yeah. Kind of. So it was really like it was just help. Not only that, but where was she going to escape to? She didn't have a home. Like, right. And she's not allowed to go to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only other place she wants to be. Yeah. So one judge at one time told her, um, she was like, the, or he said, there's just no feeling sorry for you. I think you're just addicted to attention because yeah. she kept wanting to get caught. And then, um, so after that Thursday hearing, after the whole ankle monitor debate and, you know, stay away from the airports, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that was Thursday and then Sunday she was again arrested at 1 30 a.m. for being at Chicago O'Hare airport. Did she say where she was trying to go? I don't, I have no idea. I can't find anything after that. So that right. is where my research skills flopped. But I just think it's a funny line to end on that Thursday she was told three separate times, right. don't go there. Don't go there. And Sunday in the middle of the night, she was there. She's 
crazy she was going to mexico like there in every single article because i was telling you i had like six open trying yeah. to like get ugh, get all of it it was so difficult but um one of the guys that was interviewed um like a main tsa guy mm-hmm. um said that they have hd surveillance of her in every account and that they're uh what do you say heavily studying it to discover how she like fooled the system pretty much well right That's, i'm like <sighs> i never i'd, I'd be never so do terrified. anything wrong at an airport i'd be I, so terrified I airports give me so much anxiety right oh. i buy a ticket i sit in my seat i like i'm very I pack the right way. Mm-hmm. I, you know, weigh my suitcase. I take everything out. Like, oh, that's a gamble for me. I'm just kind of like, let's just go there and see what they're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like 49.8. Right. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally careful about all of that stuff. And I still, my bag gets searched almost every time I check it my i don't know if, well, if how do you know if your bag gets searched if you check it do you mean your carry-on no i mean the bag that i check because really? if you open it up it has a if they've searched it it has a no oh right oh um, plus like when i went to visit morgan one time oh after malcolm was born and i also brought out like her birthday presents and stuff yeah i knew that they had searched the bag because of the note and the fact that they broke all her presents <gasps> yeah it was great oh I'd they, be i mean pissed. it was just like the it didn't ruin the present but it was like there were some games and they had crushed the boxes and oh. i was like seriously seriously yeah because they didn't dumb. repack it the way i had it packed and it got crushed yep that's gross. But how how can you possibly get on all of these planes and I, I can't know. even get from point A to point B when I follow all the rules? Legally. <laughs> right? I know. Airports make me so nervous. And I've gotten better because Mike travels, you know, so I'm like, okay, I could do this. I could do right. this. But I just, ugh, I cannot imagine. I was reading this. I was like, how? Yeah. I have a feeling the next time I travel will be so, it'll feel so easy compared to this last trip. Like after this last trip that I took where I had just had dental surgery mm-hmm. and I had, I was still a little bit numb, but I was also in a whole lot of pain and I also was sick to my stomach and I also like had to take pain medication and it was just all of those things. Plus it was snowing. There was a blizzard. My team was canceling our meetings. Like it was just insanity so next time has to be like just a piece of cake i think it will be i'm looking forward to that very much so (laughs) i don't blame you i was about to i was trying to send mike with you next time yeah or last time wait no next time oh yeah he was talking about that this morning oh when i go to vegas you mean yeah yeah i was like wait is that your next time like it is my that is my next trip okay is my next trip oh he can come i'm not gonna have any time to play he'll have to hang oh, out by you himself. do not have to entertain mike <laughs> he will find a hot tub well did you hear us talking <laughs> this morning about um i could just bring because i wanted to take david i was like yeah. this would be a really great little vacation it's going to be near the end of the week and i you know like my work will pay for my flights and they'll pay for the hotel for while I'm working. And then I could just like my only cost would be hotel and meals and stuff mm-hmm. for like the extended time. 
I was like, but I can't take David because of the kids. Yeah. I was like, so how about David and Jordan and Mike? And then Jordan can watch the kids while we (laughs) in Vegas. I would strap their asses to uh, like a stroller. And I'd be like, Mm -hmm. don't get up. We're going. (laughs) We're going. I'm going to teach you how to. Yeah, I'm going to teach you how to play my favorite slot. (laughs) It's called Monopoly Double Win. Let's go, guys. It's no, a I, non-smoking I section. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but. All right. Well, I have one more story to I share know. with you. And I've given this one a title. Okay. Which I think will be both extremely accurate and very misleading. Okay. Okay. So I called it the Hansy Thief. Okay. Are you excited? Yes, I'm solving it right now. And? Mm. What's it about? If I tell you now, should I tell you now or should I t- tell you if I thought if I got it right? No, tell me now. Okay, Hansy Thief. If it helps, it took place in 2015, which was not yesterday, but like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so my first thing, because you said it was both extremely accurate incredibly misleading mm-hmm. so at first i was like oh accurate what if he actually goes around and steals people's hands like oh. isn't that creepy mm-hmm. but then misleading that is what threw me because i was like wait it has nothing to do with hands then not at all it has to do everything with being a thief but nothing to do with actual hands well yeah but what does it mean if you're handsy you're gropey yeah. Ew. Sarah, you ready? No. Okay. Okay. April 2015. I know you said no, but I'm going anyway. Also, I totally had, I just was. That's tax day. And well, Jenna's birthday. And the day Lincoln was shot. And the day the no, Titanic. No, it was April of 2015. Oh. Not, not April 15th. Okay. See, this is the issue I had yesterday, but in I, reverse. I just really like 15. <laughs> Yes. 1550. Now, I actually don't know what day it was. And actually, I'm not 100% sure it was April. Oh. But April is when um, it was reported. Oh, So right. I assume it was reported really close to the time it <laughs> happened. <laughs> but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, so April of 2015. Gotcha. A diver has gone out diving. He has a camera. He's trying to capture videos of like some reef creatures like fish and okay. uh, coral and whatever you have on a reef, right? Mm-hmm. What was the shiver I don't know. for? I, just, I don't know. Diving freaks me out. Okay. <laughs> well, he <laughs> stumbles. It makes me think of my favorite joke. Sorry, continue. Oh, no, now I need to hear the joke. I think I've already told you. What is it? Why do divers fall backwards out of the boat? Why? Because if they fell forwards, they'd be in the boat. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> David would love that joke. That's a funny joke. <laughs> One of my friends told me that, and I read it, and I was like, wait, what? And because she texted it to me. Yeah. And I read it again. I was like, oh. And you I just, just wanted to cracked kill her. up. No, I laughed for like 10 hours because I could oh just imagine like a, like a guy sitting on the edge of the boat and just like, thunk, thunk. <laughs> dad joke of the night oh that was amazingly painful okay your dad would like that joke yes but not as much as my husband (sighs) so he stumbles on my favorite animal (gasps) really a stingray 
No, that that used to be my. I favorite just like animal. throwing that at you. Because I know that was a really cool one, and octopus scare me. He stumbles on an octopus. Ugh. Stingrays are awesome. They are still my second favorite animal. After Moana, how could you even? I know. Oh, it's so beautiful. Well, and that was a manta ray. But it's kind of like a stingray. I don't know if they, I mean, they're rays, but I don't know if they sting. Do they have barbs? I have no idea. Well, then I would pick the manta ray. They get so big. Yes. Like many people riding on its back big. Yeah. The biggest stingray I have ever touched, I got to hold, and it had a wingspan of six feet. Wow. Isn't that incredible? That's I bigger than me. I just did a little, like, two-finger touch tank, like, doop. Yep. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm good I now. I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, but it just turns out that, that oct- well, okay, first of all, multiple, the plural of octopus, that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say, could be octopuses mm-hmm. or octopi or octopods. So you have choices. Uh, and they're also so smart and they have they more brains smart. than we do. And they have the double lobed brain, which yeah. couldn't have evolved alongside ours and yet still evolved to look like ours and work like ours. And they can empathize and problem solve and use tools. They're so cool. Maybe that's why they're creepy to me. And they have like not actually brains, but like neurons in their tentacles. So like all of their arms can kind of think but one of them independently is a penis only on males <laughs> <laughs> now i'm starting to understand the handsy <laughs> <laughs> well okay so let's get back to the thief part before i make so, up the rest of the story <laughs> <laughs> the diver finds an octopus and he's taking a video of this octopus he has this really nice underwater camera it's taking like hd it, it was like okay. I watched some of the footage and it was gorgeous. Oh, dang, that's cool. <laughs> um, and all of a sudden, the octopus attacks him, <gasps> and it starts grabbing his do they arm. Do that? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess kind they of. do if so it happened, but <laughs> the only bone on an octopus is his beak. Yeah, I like that you pointed to your nose. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> um. So as long as I guess you can keep your fingers out of range of the beak, you're okay. But is it? But uh, I think they're super, super strong, yeah, I and I know that they're. You and like. Well, I know that they're like um, suckers are really powerful. Yeah. So. A lot of people pay good money to do the cupping. That's pretty much the same thing. It's the same thing. You get underwater cupping hickeys. <laughs> Um, so the octopus attacks him and he's trying to like peel it off of himself and he's panicking, panicking a little bit. (laughs) So he starts to panic a little bit, um, and he's trying to like pry. It was a decent size octopus. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know what the like arm span kind of would have been. Like, I can't tell because they're so stretchy and shape changey and everything else but um the mantle so like it's bulby head part was definitely bigger than his hands so it was a it was a decent it wasn't like a little tiny octopus yeah so he's like prying it off of himself and everything else the octopus grabs the camera and takes off oh my god (laughs) apparently it like shot off like top speed well so Uh the guy chases it Um, And for five minutes, he frantically swims after this octopus to try to get his camera back. The whole time, camera's still rolling. And so all you can see, so it's like (laughs) the octopus has it and he's like holding it 
way up under with like I guess a couple of his arms yeah up under like almost under his mantle like you can see where his mouth is yeah and and that's really all you can see Ew. but he's stretching and moving enough that he's transparent enough that there's still light so you can still see oh it's not like pitch black so he swims and swims the guy chases him for like five minutes finally catches up like the octopus stops and he's like, okay, I'm going to get the camera back because if I reach in there and try to grab the camera, A, it's near the beak. And B, yeah. he's just going to take off again. Like, I can't. The octopus is going to have a little <laughs> a little more. <laughs> uh, he's better shaped and equipped for this yes. and stamina and all that. So he's like, you know what? I bet an octopus is like a toddler. <laughs> so oh, my God. He Perfect. has a spear like a spear gun uh-huh. with him, I guess in case like a shark or somebody attacks him. Because it sounded like he was there to get video footage and not to spearfish. Yeah. But either way, maybe that's just a thing you do. Yeah. Um, and so he offers it to the octopus. So he like holds it out. Well, the octopus is like, oh, shiny new toy. And so it starts coiling all around the end of this yeah. spear gun and then eventually lets go of the camera enough the guy is able to reach in and like grab it and take it back. So the guy has the camera again. And, and now you gave a weapon. You gave the octopus, the octopus a weapon. Well, he still has the other end. Oh. So then he's trying to like shake the octopus off. <laughs> And the octopus is not going anywhere. Yeah, he's just like, squish, 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 squish. So, <laughs> so he just decided, you know, this is way better than what we were doing. And I can still get video footage of this octopus, like, super up close. So he just took it for a swim. <laughs> and so there's all this footage of, like, a little bit of the spear. And then, like, there's the octopus totally wrapped all around. He's, like, bright pink, wrapped all around the end of it. And oh they're swimming God. through the reeds. <laughs> I need to see this video. This it is was so great. great. <laughs> so oh um, in the end, the octopus, I guess, got bored and, and left. He was like, okay, that was great. Yeah. I'm thrilled. I didn't That's get my so camera. Funny. But, you know, whatever. I got a ride. And um, to date, no charges have been filed. Well, there shouldn't be. Right. Just like the opossum. Yes. Oh, so that was cute. my picture that I couldn't show you. That's cute. Then yes, I would have guessed it then. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, I like that we do like cute stories at the end because sometimes you just need them. Yeah. Actually, I mean, our stories were not, were not bad at all this time. Um, I did tell you earlier that there was blood in my story and I forgot to mention that the second time that he broke in um he picked up an ashtray and dropped it and cut his hand and apparently was still carrying a piece of glass and like bleeding when he walked into the queen's bedroom which it was probably something i shouldn't have left out because that's freaking scary yeah <laughs> so there was actually blood in my oh, story okay. but that was it it wasn't in mine there's probably like a lot of free sodas and pretzels but right yeah, the, yeah. There's no good food in an airport. It's really not. I mean, I guess maybe if if you went to one of the restaurants. I don't but know. It didn't sound to me like she brought money for a restaurant. No. And there's no good food on an airplane, and it's not a comfortable place. I have to tell you, both times I flew to Vegas, we 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 were in first class that trip, and I got. A pretzel burger. 
Oh. That was something else. In a good way or a bad way? Probably in a good way because we always sit in the back of first class and they go around and they're like, hi, would you like the seafood medley with extra shrimp and tilapia? Uh, Or would you like the quinoa kale extravaganza with shrimp sauce? And I'm like, <laughs> like I hate all those things, <laughs> right? And it's always seafood. It's always two seafood options, and the second one always has something nasty, like extra kale, like with crisp kale. I'm like, <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm sorry, I cannot eat seafood, right? And I'm like, level with me here, lady. What else is there? <laughs> She's like, I could go check in the back, and I'm flipping through the menu, and I'm like, the back is the burgers and like the good stuff. So I was like. If you have the cheeseburger, that'd be great. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, honey, let me go check. I'm like, yes, come back with a cheeseburger and fries and this and that. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. So Mike's just, Mike never gets food. And he's just laughing at me because I'm like, it's free. Yeah. So I'm like, it's a part of it. I'm eating it. I don't eat on airplanes. There's one time when um, the flight attendant asked me to move my seat because they wanted, I was sitting the very, very back row, oh. like right back by their kitchen and all that. And they wanted the row to sit there. It wasn't a terribly full flight. Yeah. So they're like, well, we'll move you up here and get you a window seat, blah, blah, blah. They, they didn't. I ended up sitting in an, an aisle seat and the air conditioning was off and it was horrible. So I think they felt really bad. They were yeah. like, you can have all the free drinks you want. Oh like, gosh. and anything off the menu, just let us know what you want. I'm, like what I want is to not be hot because I'm air sick and I can't eat or yeah. drink anything. <laughs> so I, I never was, eat or drink anything on a plane. Uh, it makes me feel better. Like it distracts me and I just snack the whole time. And yeah, I, I usually just try to last sleep. the whole flight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do usually pay for texting. I need texting. I get really I lonely. Never do that. Well, yeah, but you fly with other people. That's true. I'm always sitting with strangers. But you say that, but if you ever fly with Mike, he literally has his hat over his eyes and he's asleep the whole time. Boring. I'm like, talk to me. He's like, I can't. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> does so, he get air sick? That, no, I think he just doesn't like, like he, his ears and like, he just doesn't like He's that. just not comfortable. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, I have a shout out. <gasps> yes. I'm so excited. I forgot about that. We have a new Patreon patron, That's and so her nice. name is Emma Gillum, and we love her. Yes. And all we know about her is that she is our patron, and that she has, because Patreon randomly assigns little avatars. Aww. So hers is like a corgi. Aww, <laughs> how fitting. And I don't know if it's like Google, where every time you log in, you might have a different one, but in this particular email where they let us know, like, it's a corgi. That's cute. I didn't even see that. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Emma. You make us feel so wonderful and special. Um, And we will start working on all of your stuff. All of your stuff. And one of these days, I'm even going to do um, the, 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 tell me what I'm trying to say that I need to do, that I need to edit. The blooper Um, reel. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what is it? What is it? Oh my gosh. I was starting to get nervous. Yeah. No, I think that my brain has shut off for the night. We had a technical difficulty with that. So we're, we're fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll, it'll, it's getting, it's getting together. 
The problem is it's a lot more challenging than, and so I'm just procrastinating terribly on getting it actually done, but it's a lot more challenging than just editing an episode because at least with the episode, I might have to combine a couple of files like to add the music and whatever else, but most of the editing is Mm -hmm. all in one file. So it's just a matter of sitting down and listening to us talk for hours and hours Mm -hmm. and picking out the bits that are the least horrible and making them into a podcast. Exactly. This one is going to be so much more fun, but it's going to be a bunch of files, a bunch of like little pieces of a bunch of files. And I just imagine it's going to be me sounding like an idiot the whole time. I'm not going to make you sound like an idiot the whole time. That's what you say. If you keep saying it, I will. That's what I'll do. It's okay. Gagu refused to podcast with Tobin today. Flat out refused. I did. He wanted to podcast with her and she made him cry. Yeah. And he's lucky because I was like, I'm sorry, did we ever talk about No More Fits? What the fuck do you call this? I was about to lose it. And I was like, mm. no, we be calm, be calm, be calm. Be calm, be calm. Aw. Yeah. No, he was, he was tired. Tired. But still. And he was really disappointed because he was really excited. I know. That's why I was like, we can all podcast tomorrow. He was like, okay. Uh, after talking to him and you went in the kitchen, he's like, I'm not going to say this because it's going to be rude, but... And then, he, and then he always said, and then it. he said it anyway. And he was just like, "I just, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. I just want to watch my video and then go to bed." Uh, okay. And I was just like, "Why am I feeling so rejected right now?" And I was like, "Okay, watch your video. Like, no skin off my back." <laughs> <laughs> like I was just like, "All right, whatever." So he watched his little video, and then he had to fit anyways. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh." He's like, I don't want to get in trouble for pouting and crying and throwing a fit, but yeah. um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch this video instead. Oh, shit. Anywho. Anywho. So that, yeah, that'll happen tomorrow. Yes. So this next week, all your dreams are coming true. There is a new episode of Crime Crazy. There will be a new episode of Tobin Talks and a new episode of Shortlisted. So pretty much clear your schedules because yeah. you've got stuff to do. Yeah. And bring headphones wherever you go bring headphones anywhere you go and if you bought the new pixel 2 then i'm sorry to say you're gonna have to go shopping because your headphones no longer freaking work i cannot believe that oh my god i'm so mad. i'm glad i didn't buy one not to be mean but no i'm so mad i like at least they included the adapter which i don't think apple did i think you had to buy it separately but um, oh, that would have been crazy oh i would have been even madder um but i will say they have i looked on I looked to see if they were selling like a pair of really great earbuds that go along with, and they are, and they have like Google assistant built into them. And they also are like Babblefish from, from, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. A Babblefish is a fish that you stick in your ear and then it translates other languages. Well, they essentially translate for you. They have like Google translate built in. Um, and they're awesome and they're $160. Holy shit. So I will be ordering some off-brand Bluetooth earbuds mm-hmm. uh, from Amazon because yep. now I don't have any earbuds. Yeah. <laughs> it will work with this stupid phone. <laughs> well, they will. But I cannot both plug it in and listen. And really the only time I use earbuds with my phone is on an airplane and my battery's dying. So yep. anyway. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's funny. 
So um, we definitely should invite people to visit us on social media, places like Twitter and Instagram at yeah. Crime Crazy Pod. Facebook, um, Facebook page and group. Yes. Come Crime play with Crazy us. Podcast. Of course. Of course. Patreon. Just yes. Google Crime Crazy Podcast or you can visit. There's um, links on our webpage, crimecrazypodcast.com mm-hmm. to all of these places. Um, and, you know, follow Emma's great example and go and sponsor us because then we can just keep doing Forging this. a path she is. <laughs> it's right. Plus, we're about to send her all kinds of cool stuff. I know. So, um, you could even follow Diana's example. Diana is also one of our Patreon patrons. Um, and she sent me a message the other night that said, but why did Speedy say it was a Hispanic guy? And I read that message 15 times and I finally responded with just a question mark. She goes, oh, oh, oh I'm listening to one of your episodes. I was like, <laughs> OK, because I could not figure out what that no. sentence meant. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So but you could certainly send us cryptic messages about past episodes that we've probably already forgotten about in our research. You for told our me new about episodes. it and I was like, at least it sounded somewhat familiar to you. I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, I think it helped that. It, because it was typed out and she had spelled and like capitalized correctly oh. I was like no I know this like I wrote this down like why oh. do I know this name <laughs> but I couldn't figure out what it was that's funny so um certainly send us cryptic messages um also let us know if you do any kind of cool crime stuff that is my request for this week so yeah. like um I was specifically thinking about like Hunt a Killer. If you know of other things like that that are a lot of fun. Like we did the escape room, which was not actually crime related, but it was still like a mystery and it was very cool. It was very fun to solve. Yeah. Um, So if you know of other really cool stuff like that, that I need to know. Because we need things to do. Like our bucket list. Remember we were like, we're going to go to the psychic. We're going to do an escape room. And we ran out of things. We did. And then we hit our next goal. We never did anything. I know. And we've hit a goal after that. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So we definitely need need that. I also need some new shows to watch that are not on cable. They can be on Netflix. And they can be on Amazon. Um, And that's it. Because that's all I have access to. So I need some new crime stuff to watch because I am re-watching Criminal Minds for like the fourth or fifth time and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But there are some sad, I'm getting to the parts where really, really sad stuff is about to start happening. I'm just not sure I'm going to watch those episodes. (laughs) But anywho. All right. Well. Erin, I think you should say the last thing. (gasps) Me? Yeah, you. Are you sure? Yeah. Wow, I feel like I'm being honored oh. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> but it is a really important message, which so. is no matter what you do, mm-hmm. do not Mm-mm. make the attempt or be successful to end up on next week's episode. Yep. Even though this week we had a bunch of kind of silly, relatively harm. I mean, there was no murder. No. It doesn't matter. It's still Don't wrong. do it. Yep. <laughs> or you'll end up in the trash can. You will end up in the trash can on garbage day. 